fantasy genre is vast, complex, and has existed for time immemorial. It is a way to escape the drudgery of everyday life, but also a method humanity uses to examine itself in interesting, boundary-shattering ways. We are fascinated with the heights of glory we can rise to, with the depths of depravity in which we sometimes fall. Fantasy gives us an opportunity to reflect on these themes, and let's face it, it's also just plain old fun. Join us weekly on Fridays for the Fantasy in General podcast, where we discuss all things fantasy in general. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Fantasy in General. Welcome to the Fig Pod. We're here for a second week in a row. In a row, yes. I know that we broke trust, (laughs) but here we are. We are. We are right back at it. Just slowly building it back. I know it takes some time. Uh, Yeah, it will take some time to build it back, but that's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, It's something that I'm used to in my life, to be honest with you. I was quite the liar growing up, so. (laughs) Okay, confession time. Okay, uh, This is nothing new for me. Yes, okay. (laughs) Endless cycle of trust building. (laughs) Were you a liar growing up? Not in general, but there were, uh, you know, obviously certain points that that happened. Okay, okay. Now, what do you believe? Do you believe you should never lie, period, done, the end? Or wow, if a lie protects or is mm-hmm. for the greater good, is it okay? Okay. So I think this is the classic Nazis are knocking at your door. Yes looking for the jewish family that you are protecting in your attic true type of situation or less intense your friend got a bad haircut we're really not going to cross that bridge you know you know that's a little bit if they're asking for your honest opinion i would say you're better off telling them Mm, you know what? I think you might want to go to a different stylist or barber to get that taken care of because you don't want your friend to be Kelsey's giving me like a a mouth open, a gape look type thing here. Don't you think it's better to be honest with them and let them know if it looks bad? No, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Let's circle. Let's circle back to your deep one. (laughs) The, in the, in my situation, what what I brought up the the Nazi situation, I think you are totally justifiable in uh, not telling the truth because there are different degrees of morality. Okay. In my estimation, if you're lying to save somebody's life, an innocent person's life, then I think you're justified. What if you're lying to spare feelings? See, I don't know. That's a, that's a tricky one. I mean, nobody asked me if I like your haircut because it's an absolute yes every time. 
Oh, I thought you were talking about my haircut specifically. I was like, it what's looks wrong great. with mine? It looks great. <laughs> you wouldn't tell me otherwise. <laughs> I wouldn't tell you anyway. <laughs> oh gosh, that's an interesting question. That's that's one I have not pondered. That's a good one. I, I it's obviously much less uh, life or death than my scenario, yeah. but it's. An I do have to say that to think about. me doing that is something that I would feel zero remorse for. Okay. Like I wouldn't feel bad for lying. But does that make it okay? No. Because you feel no I, remorse? If I'm, listen, if I'm the morality compass, we have, it's bad news. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's truth time with Kelsey. <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, like you would tell a friend that their hair looks ugly. I mean, it depends. Is it like just kind of my personal opinion that, you know, I wouldn't get my hair cut like that, but some people might like it. Well, exactly. It, like at that point. Oh my gosh. The matter. barber butchered your head. But what does that help in the long run? Maybe they've got, maybe they got their haircut because they have a job interview coming up. And the hair just looks awful. And then you just completely wrecked their confidence. Well, but no, they might just be asking for your honest opinion. Like, hey, do I need to go back to the hairstylist or the barber? Well, to not, not the same one. Well, obviously. <laughs> well, I mean, let us know, Figgies. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Yours is a little bit more... I'm a lot more lenient. Yours is more mundane, but also an interesting thought exercise. But like, listen, just white lies. I don't want everybody thinking I'm some big old liar or something. Well. Just not just white lies about things that don't super matter, you know? Well, like I said, if it's a, for a job interview, that might matter. If somebody's not going to hire you because you have a weird haircut, that's on them. Um, It depends on the occupation, yes. Like what? If you are an attorney and you have to go, like your job is going to be going to court to argue before a judge and con convince potential jurors of your client's innocence and you've got a really messed up looking mohawk. I would not hope work that out if, too you're, well for you. if you're an attorney, I would hope that you are not getting a mohawk for a haircut. Well, that's my point. Maybe you didn't want one, but that's what the hairstylist gave you. If you are an attorney going for a job and it's depending on your friend's opinion of your hair, you shouldn't have passed the bar. You shouldn't depend mm -hmm. on your friend to tell you if, if your you hair are? looks good or bad. But what if you are? Then they shouldn't have that job anyway. Wow. Okay. So in that case, do you if, if they shouldn't have that job anyway, then go ahead and tell them their haircut's bad? No, tell them it looks good so they could try. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't know. I think we your have, rationale might be a little shaky. To learn. We have bigger lessons to learn here. I think your rationale might be a little shaky here. As it usually is. <laughs> so 
Oh, gracious. But yeah, let us know. Let us know what you guys think. Yeah. So you're you're in the camp of it needs to be some huge morality question. Not necessarily. I'm just. It's a thought exercise. I'm trying to think about all the different potential scenarios. Um, I think that. Lying just to make somebody feel good might be a little questionable, but lying to save somebody's life, I think, is justifiable in in specific situations. Okay. Like if you're like if your friend's a serial killer and you're hiding them and you lie to the police saying that you don't know where they are. See, that's a different situation. Well, I don't, I mean, are you sure? Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> if you know your friend has done horrible things and you're lying to the police, for example, about where they might be when you know where they are, that's a little bit, that's morally questionable for sure. That's true. I can, we can agree on that point. Okay. We can agree. All right. Okay. Well. Glad. Just starting your guys' Friday off with uh, some heavy thoughts. Really deep existential stuff. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, let's uh, let's launch into an email. Okay. We got an email uh, from our friend Colin. Indeed. Yeah. Do you have it pulled up or? I do not. Okay. I'll read I was going to ask you about it because I didn't see it on the outline, but. Oh, oh, I'll read it. Ready? Okay. Yep. Right. Ready. Glad you are back. The Friday drive to and from school with my figlets hasn't been the same without the pod. I'm still working through rings of power. Nothing negative, but it's harder to find time to watch with my wife. She's more of a Star Wars Marvel person, but I highly recommend Andor. The show is structured so that each group of three episodes is a mini arc that is almost like a movie. Ooh, episodes four through six are my favorite so far, mostly for an amazing action heist sequence that definitely reminded me of the best parts of Rogue One. Ooh, okay, Ooh. Colin. Okay, you got me. Uh, plus, it has a fascinating look at the inner workings of the Empire with the actress who played the voice of Yennefer in the Witcher games. Oh. Okay. Well. May have to switch gears. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Hmm. So Colin, whose opinion I trust, says oh. Andor is really good. Okay. Do you trust my opinion? Not as much as Colin's. Okay. I mean, fair. <laughs> fair enough. He's of sounder you- mind. You will consume anything Star Wars related, no matter how awful. Fair enough. <laughs> I will. I will. Uh, no, that I really like that. Okay. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. That's interesting that the different story arcs are kind of like mini films. Yeah. A good take on that, you know, kind of makes it more fast paced. You know, perhaps, yeah, get some conclusion in there each time, but 
maybe yeah there's yeah. there's some payoff every few yeah. episodes yeah hmm. are you gonna watch that i'm interested for sure yeah i i want to try to when i get some time to all right all right i said i said the word two a lot in that two, sentence two, but two, i want to try okay when i get some time okay do it i will will you me too yeah no i will i will because okay. well, I need to find time because that leads me to our next, you know, little mini discussion. Rings of power. Yes. I got through one more episode this week. That is one more episode than I got through. All right. So you're at um, a solid zero. Uh, so far, it makes me sad, but. I might have some time coming up this weekend. We'll see. Okay. Hopefully. So I need to know though, what are we going to focus our efforts on? Are we focusing I know. Well, our now efforts I'm on more... the power or Andor? I'm more interested in Andor now. I mean, we can watch Andor. I'm down. Here's here's the thing about Rings of Power. Okay. It's interesting. Um, I'm not convinced I'm in Middle Earth. Oh, okay. You, does that make in sense? In what way? I don't like know. Like it just doesn't have the same feel of just Lord the of the feel, Rings? Like just the feeling. I'm not convinced I'm there. Interesting. Okay. And there's, there's. I'm not going to give away anything to you. There's a character that has been introduced where you don't know who he is. Okay. You know, it's like this big mystery. And if it's who I suspect, it's going to be really annoying. So, I think I know who you suspect it is. Tell me. Do you suspect it's Sauron? No, no. I think oh. I know who it is. I think I know who he is, but that's fine. <laughs> but that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. But you're going to be disappointed. I, uh, if if I'm right. <laughs> I have okay. I have my number one thought, which it would be annoying, and my number two thought I would just kind of eye roll and be like, "Why is it this huge buildup? Who cares?" So, oh, Gandalf. We'll see. Oh, that's a yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it it shouldn't be. That's for sure. Shouldn't it be. shouldn't be. No, no, he wasn't around then. It shouldn't be. Okay. That's why it would be annoying. Okay. So. Fair enough. But I mean, it's like they're entertaining. Um, Good you know, action? Or has it been kind of slow so far? Slow. A slow pace. Okay. Character yeah. development type of stuff or... Yeah, and I think that is part, there's just so many different, let me, I'm trying to think. So we have one, two, three, four, like four different storylines you're fo following. Oh, okay. Um, And it just seems a little bit scattered little bit disjointed right now okay yeah hard to follow at times but 
I mean, this shouldn't be a surprise to anybody that knows, you know, a little bit of the second age, but we see um, Khazad Doom in all of its glory, which that was legit. So. Oh, okay. That was cool. But. uh, that Yeah, that was the highlight of episode two, I think. I mean, Khazad. The Doom was supposed to be a quite glorious kingdom in its Well, heyday. yeah, that's why, yeah, it was pretty cool to see. Pretty cool to see. Yeah, okay. That is pretty so cool. So there, there have been little tidbits that it's like, ooh, okay. That was cool. But Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested to check it out. I am. But it sounds like maybe we're focusing on Andor. Yeah, I may switch gears. I think that that may be more exciting for me right now. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, so, anyway. I mean, it's Star Wars. It's Star Wars, and you know me. And you're all about the Star Wars, no matter what it is, no matter how awful, no matter how Jar Jar Binks-ish it is. Well, and Colin said the magic words. He said Rogue One, so... He did. It and reminds that is, him of Rogue One. I mean, I mean, let's be real. Even though that you pretend to be a Star Wars purist, Rogue One's your favorite movie. No, Empire Strikes Back is my favorite movie. I feel like you say that because you feel like you have to say it. No, it really is. Okay. No, okay. it really is. But I really, but Rogue One is second place. Dang. Okay. I'm just saying. I know you're just saying. I'm okay. just hearing you. All right. Okay. And ju- and judging you. <laughs> Judge it. Why? <laughs> because the best three movies are the original three, and that oh, will never okay. change. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Where does Rogue One rank after the first three? <laughs> Probably number four. Okay. All right. So you agree yeah. it's really good. Of the newer Star Wars movies, it's probably the best. Yeah, it's the best. No, it is the best. Uh, I I can agree with that. Okay. okay. Is it as good as The Mandalorian? Hmm? I don't know about that. Yes, it is. Oh, The Mandalorian Whoa. is amazing. Are you for real right now? Does Rogue One have a moment like the season ending of Mandalorian 2? Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. I don't know. I'm just going to say it. Just say it. Okay. I'm just going to say it. Obi-Wan, not the best. But okay. the ending of the season is probably better than the ending of season two of The Mandalorian. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. First of all, if he encounters Darth Vader, that's not canon. I'm getting a look. Okay. <laughs> According to A New Hope, that's the first time he's seen Vader since Mustafar. <sighs> Fine. It was really cool, though. But Darth Vader's awesome. Anytime they, anytime they can incorporate Darth Vader, it's, it's awesome. I agree with that part. That 
like I've said, that series made me realize how evil Darth Vader actually is. So. It took that series to do it? Yeah, I didn't know, like, how actually mean he was. Oh, he was vile. I mean, Have you read some of the books? No. With Vader? Oh. You really need to read the Thrawn series. Yeah, I'm play honestly, I'm planning on reading some of the Star Wars books. So you still need to yeah. send me that list there. Oh, yeah, I do. Whoa, whoa, calling you. me out, calling me out. I'm sorry. Okay, here we go. Sending it now. Okay. I'll see if I can confirm it. We're going to confirm it live on air. Okay. Are you ready? I'm waiting. Email form or text message form? Text. Oh, I got a text from Kelsey. There you go. There it is. Get oh, it. snap. You going to read all of those? Gosh, I need to. Oh, there's the Thrawn. There's the Thrawn series. I see They're it. Like, it's like towards the end, right? Uh, The first Thrawn is like somewhere in the middle. And the last two Thrawn ones that I know of are, yeah, in the in the bottom third. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I see. Okay. Dang, this was a... Uh, this was some work that somebody put into this list. Yeah. And that's like in order. There's like 25 books on here. Yeah, like you got to read those in order. Okay. So... Thrawn, I've read two Thrawn books so far. Thrawn's a really cool character. I mean, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. I think I like him because he's kind of like a blue Sherlock Holmes. Oh, okay. His skin color is blue. Oh, okay. Got it. Didn't know that. I was like, is that like something, like a fancy term or? Okay. Grand Admiral Thrawn. All right. Well, I'll start reading them, and you start. Uh, well, we have to both start Andor, so we do. Yeah, I wonder how many of these are on Audible. I know I bring up. Oh, I don't know. Audible is cool. I know. I wonder if Audible is going to sponsor us at some point. At some point, they should. All right. Well, uh, I know everybody's been waiting for this. Are you ready to quote and boat it up? Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Quotes and boats with Kelson Bob. All right, and here we are with quotes and boats with Kelson Bob. All right, so getting back into it. You ready for a quote? I, I hope so. I'm a little rusty, so let's see. It's a quote about a boat. Oh, okay. Okay, you ready? Yes. Okay. Do you know why a ship floats and a stone cannot? Because the stone sees only downward. The darkness of the water is vast and irresistible. The ship feels the darkness as well, striving moment by moment to master her and pull her under. 
but the ship has a secret, for unlike the stone, her gaze is not downward, but up, fixed upon the light that guides her, whispering of grander things than darkness ever knew. Oh my goodness. Is this from a book? No. Oh, man. Is it from a movie? No. A show? Yes. Oh. Have I seen it? No. No? That's not fair. (laughs) House of the Dragon. No. Wow. Game of Thrones. No. <laughs> um, how do you know I haven't seen it? Have we talked about it? It's pretty clear that you haven't seen it. Rings of Power. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who says it? Um, Galadriel? Ooh, not Galadriel. Elrond. No. Related to Galadriel. Kelborn? No. Um, is it Elrond's wife? No. Oh. Starts or with late. an F. Some elvish name. <laughs> oh, good job. <laughs> Fendril. Ooh, you got the first three letters. Fendolin. Finra. Finradolin. Oh, no, just stop at the D. Finrod. Yeah. That's his name? Yeah. It doesn't sound super elvish. I know, but it's Galadriel's brother. Finrod. It's her brother. Okay. Yep. It's like in the opening scene. I feel like that's cheating a little bit. Well, no, I guess I guess there's no rule as to whether or not I've seen it or read it before, but okay. Gotcha. You did get me. I you did. And it was about a boat too. I think before we went on our break, I was doing really well on quotes, but yeah. Well, we're waiting on those stats. That's right. Those stats going. Who said they were going to give us? I definitely stats? feel like uh, you've gotten more quotes than I've gotten boats. You think so? I don't know. I'm still pretty proud of uh, that uh, scurvy one. So. Oh my gosh! Still remember the look on your face. I was so upset. <laughs> I was so upset because you taught. Chinese children about scurvy. But listen, I knew that like even before, like when you learn about Columbus in school. Do you learn about scurvy? Yes, because they died of scurvy on the boats. I'm sure they did. I'm just saying I paid attention in school. Did you? All the time. Probably about as much as I did. Yeah, well. (laughs) <laughs> all right boat me 
Boat you. All right. You ready? Yep. In the spirit of, because we're in the last week of Fright Fest. Okay. I can't remember if I've asked you this before. I don't well, think I've asked you this know. specifically. However, what is a vampire's favorite boat to travel on? Do, do, do. A vampire's favorite boat to travel on. Yes. The problem is, is that I feel like you have asked this before. And I don't I remember. Can't. Oh, okay. Well, then it's new. It's like it's new then. Yeah. Like, like blood. Right. No. It's vampire related, so probably. Oh gosh. Okay. Um. Hmm. A blood. Blood. A bloody. Blood. 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 <laughs> um. Am I on the right track with blood? Absolutely. Blood oh. is definitely part of the answer. A blood. E. Mm -mm. I really want it to be bloody, but it's not. It's not. Well, there's blood, but it's not bloody. Blooder. Blutter? <laughs> <laughs> what is a blutter? Yeah. A blood. What? A ship? A blood blank. A blood bank. No. <laughs> Although they would like a blood bank, I'm sure. They would. They'd they would like that. Rate so it. Half a point for that. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, half a point. For those keeping score at home, yes. Kelsey's saying she gets half a point so far. Yep. Um, Blood... What's another name for a boat or a ship? See, I feel like this exact conversation <laughs> has happened before. <laughs> it might have. <clears throat> a blood vessel. Abs. There That's correct. Okay. Yeah. That is you have correct. At, you've definitely asked that before. Have I? Okay. <laughs> yeah. A blood vessel. But that yeah. makes me feel worse because that took a really <laughs> long time. It all of a sudden just clicked for you <laughs> yep and an embarrassingly long time that's so. okay all right well quotes and boats with kelson bob there it is rusty but here we are in the blood bank in the rusty blood vessel bank mm, okay sounds gross yeah, but yeah sounds like maybe uh you need the tetanus shot maybe you need to get that checked out yeah get that tdap you know Mm-hmm. Yeah. That T is that what you said? Isn't that what you get like Is that what a tetanus shot is? A T dap? Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh all you doctors out there, let me know. Yes. Yeah. So all right. Well, uh, we are doing this ad free today. 
So uh, let's uh, get into it. Let's do it. Are you guys ready for Fright Fest? For one week of Fright Fest? Yes. But we're well so far. So far. Because Fright Fest can be any time of year. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime can be scary. Really, every time. Well, we all know that you're afraid of your own shadow. Exactly. Exactly. Keep all the windows closed. I will never in a million years do that, but. Leave a window open. At night when you're unconscious? No. But what if it's nice outside and you want a little bit of nice air? You can do that while your eyes are open. Oh, my gracious. Okay. All right. Anyways, Fright Fest. Anyway, so Fright Fest launching and ending same day, but (laughs) we have a really cool, not person, thing. Subject. Subject to talk about today. We do. Embodies a lot in the fantasy world. Oh, and, huge. And the real world, as we'll find out. Well, kind yeah. Of. Kind of. It's played a big part. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about witches. Mm. No. Ah. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but okay. That was my witch laugh. And then like people screaming and terror over it. That was scarier than our topic. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, that proves that I'm not a witch, I guess. Yeah, I suppose that's true. And that's a good thing. Yeah. So you're welcome, everybody. Yes. In case. And in honor, just real quick, in honor of Fright Fest. Yes. I have a new beard oil in tonight oh i do okay and it is called cthulhu is it in your beard right now presently it is in my beard okay so i'm thinking that it smells like something that has been lost at sea for a hundred years but (laughs) oh not quite that Hoping I'm wrong. It has a very fresh uh, oceanic scent to it. Yes. Okay. What's like in the, what's in the build of it? Like what's the sense in there? Um, That is a remarkable question. Uh, let me see real quickly here if I can pull it up. Okay. The different oils and scents that are in it. Um, It's made by a, company called Humphreys Homemade. Okay. Homemade. I got it off love Etsy. That. Okay. Love it. Do you really? I mean, supporting a small business. Yeah, that's how I felt about it. Okay. There you go. Homemade. One point for Cthulhu. Beard. Oil. I'm okay. I'm looking it up. Okay. Sorry. No, well, I mean, here's my thought, because it you're saying it smells nice. 
you're yes, in, you're I enjoying you're enjoying sniffing your beard right now. Yes. Okay. So at least if you encounter Cthulhu, it'll smell fine. Yeah, at least I'll smell good if I get annihilated at sea. Yes. Yeah. It's not going to be like some rotten smell or, you know, something disgusting. Right. Exactly. So. You're tracking. Oh, there it is. Cthulhu okay. beard oil. Here View. we go. Do, 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 do. It has this conditioning beard oil has mm -hmm. the fresh, clean scent of seawater. Fresh air, sparkling citrus, oh. and soft woods. Okay. The uh, conditioning elements are apricot, kernel oil, avocado oil, and sweet almond oil. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Apricot oil is especially nourishing for your hair. All right. Well, I mean, Cthulhu go. knows how to nourish your hair. I guess so. And kill you. He treats you right before he takes you out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, He's like, hold on, I let think, me give you a quick condition. Yes. Yeah. I think last week I used werewolf. This week is Cthulhu. What did werewolf smell like? Blood? N no. <laughs> werewolf had a kind of a woodsy scent. Gosh, you're oh, going to make okay. me go all the way down no, the alphabet No, sorry. Here. No, Everything no, it's is... fine. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. Everything's alphabetically listed, so oh, okay. I'm working on it here. Well, it makes oh, sense. Oh, sort alphabetically. Alphabetically, Z to A. Let's try that. Do, do, do. Yeah, it's going to take a while for me to find it. All right. Well, don't worry about but it. But it's kind of a woodsy, musky scent. Okay. But uh, what it's one's really better? good. What one's better? I think I prefer Werewolf between the two. I okay. also have another beard oil called Wendigo. Okay. Based off of the mythical monster of Native oh. American lore. Nope. And I think that might be my favorite. Well, that's not my favorite monster. I did a quick Google image search and not cool. Yeah, that one has kind of a it's it's also kind of woodsy, but it's a sweeter smell than the oh. werewolf. Okay. If that makes any sense. No, it does. Okay. All right. Yeah. We've talked a lot about beard oil. Yeah. But Okay. Well, I just wanted to I just wanted to let everybody know that I have Fright Fest inspired beard oil. Like you're in a hundred percent all in on Fright Fest right now. Absolutely. Okay. I love Halloween. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> all right. Well, witches. Yes. Sorry. What's a witch? So a witch is, well, it depends on what definition you look at okay um according to the dictionary dictionary.com to be precise which you can a trust 100 percent of the time the internet <laughs> no it's just the dictionary <laughs> oh, okay i was gonna say mm, we listen, need to talk about the internet listen up kids you can trust the internet 100 there's lots of, of things time. on the internet you should not trust <laughs> yes 
But I would say most of it you shouldn't trust. Literally anybody can post anything on that on that bad <laughs> on, on Wikipedia. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, there's a reason they don't let you use Wikipedia as a source in school, everybody. Um, <laughs> but according to dictionary.com, a witch is a woman thought to have magic powers, especially evil ones. Mm popularly depicted as wearing a black cloak and pointed hat flying on a broomstick yes a sub definition is that says this is from wikipedia this one's from wikipedia oh it is oh so can we trust it i don't know so from wikipedia according to that source uh witchcraft which is practiced by witches is traditionally means the use of magic or supernatural powers to harm others. Hmm. A practitioner of such is a witch. All right. So really negative here. In general, yeah, I, I would say so. There's um, there's a book that I uh, have been reading this week about uh, this topic that we are discussing tonight. Okay. And I have a couple of things from it. And one of them is, let's see here. So this is from somebody, a gentleman named Jean Baudin. Okay. Who is a French gentleman. And uh, he was a, uh, apparently at one point in time, a renowned witch hunter. Okay. And he said, a witch is one who knowingly tries to accomplish something through diabolical means. So it yeah. seems pretty broad. <laughs> so really, um, well, could be any woman. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, you said it, not me. I'm so. just kidding. <laughs> but it seems like, and I mean, this is it'll it'll be a theme here that you know when witch hunts and things of that nature started taking off. Mm -hmm. It was because women were supposed to be more um, uh, susceptible. No. uh, What word am I looking for? Prone? Coordinate to men. And when a woman Uh was not or did things out of the ordinary then you know some accusations would take off okay so yes okay okay seems like that guy is on that train so yeah to some extent yeah i see what you're saying yeah all right well now we're very clear on what a witch is not really sort of yeah we'll see uh, let's talk about the history of witches. Okay. Okay. So one of the earliest records of a witch, okay, is actually from the Bible mm-hmm. in the book of First Samuel. Yes. Uh, written between 931 to 721 BC. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, tells the story of when King Saul sought the witch of Endor to summon the dead prophet Samuel's spirit to help him defeat the Philistines. Yes. And so, she was successful. And she was successful. And she was actually 
a little bit surprised herself when it happened. Oh, <laughs> she was like, oh, dear. I was just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no way. Really? Yeah, she was. Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, she was a little bit shocked when it happened. She was kind of terrified when all of a sudden Samuel showed up on the scene and started talking to him. I mean, I would probably be nervous, too. Well, yeah. Unless she was like, you know, used to seeing that sort of thing. But she clearly probably wasn't. Apparently not. She was probably like, oh, man, I am. I am that good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I've never actually been successful before, but here we are. Yeah. All right. So uh, other, you know, other books in the Old Testament also condemn witches like um, Exodus 22, 18. Mm -hmm. Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Right. Uh, and you know, there's a lot of other biblical passages against divination, chanting, using witches to contact the dead, things right. like that. Yeah. Which is really interesting. I've always thought it was kind of really interesting is the, is in the Bible. It doesn't say that this stuff is not possible. It just says not to do it. Hmm. So it's kind of an interesting thing to think about. That's true. Yeah, so yeah, Never thou really shalt not that. suffer a witch to live. Um, yeah, don't contact the dead. It doesn't say, like the Bible doesn't say, don't do it because this is silly and it can't happen. It just says, don't do it. Because so, it can happen and it's for real, okay? It, it apparently even freaks the witches out, as it, as the account <laughs> right. of First Samuel says. Yeah, even the witches are not expecting it. Yeah, even they're like, "Whoa, <laughs> more than I bargained for." <laughs> I'm not getting paid enough for this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was just gonna say a couple things. I was gonna take your money. Didn't yeah. really want Samuel to come up. Okay, <laughs> exactly. Like yeah. when Samuel actually shows up, it's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa." <laughs> This is not my jam. Listen, Saul, you're on your own, bud. Okay. <laughs> I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, uh, okay. So where else have we seen witches in the ancient world? So witches in the ancient world have, I mean, they've appeared for, I mean, really millennia, the, yeah. the stories of witches um, in ancient Rome. Uh, it occurred also in ancient Greece, for mm-hmm. sure. There were different types of witches. Um, and in the ancient Roman Empire, witchcraft, the practice of such a thing, was actually a capital crime. Okay. So you could be put to death. Okay. If you practice witchcraft. Okay. So it goes from kind of like warning against it to now you can die. Yeah, because, yeah, I get, I mean, I guess even since, you know, ancient times, the thought of practicing what witchcraft is typically associated with uh, was considered something that was dangerous, perhaps, and, um, yeah, dangerous, malevolent, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Okay, well, now let's get into kind of you know, witches 
when witch hysteria really took off. Okay. You know, because uh, it's been around for a really long time and everything, but I think that a lot of people know about the witch hunts that happened, you know, in Europe and then again in the New World and things like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So in Europe, in the mid-1400s, that's kind of when things launched there against witches. Right. Uh, Accused witches confessed, uh, but they did so a lot of times under torture. And they confessed confessed to a lot of wicked behaviors. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then... You know, between 1500 to 1660, over 80,000 women were executed by hanging or burning at the stake. Yeah. Uh, Germany had the most. Okay. Ireland had the least. Interesting. You know, take that as you will. Not really sure. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if it has to do with well, I guess this is practiced everywhere, but I know that in Ireland they had a, you know, a sort of a druidic culture. You know, mm-hmm. they had a very, uh, you know, druids were kind of sort of yeah, that's true. Naturalist wizard soothsayer types. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I wonder if they were a little bit more lenient because of that. I could that's see interesting. that. Interesting. I could see, but that. yeah, there were a lot of women, unfortunately, who were executed as a result mm-hmm. um and often when the suspects were interrogated to put it lightly um they would dime out other people other women uh in order to try to get a more lenient sentence for themselves oh really yeah i, I read Damn. that and come on ladies stick together yeah, I mean, it's an unfortunate thing. I mean, when you're under duress like that, oh, you know, who sure. knows what you're going to admit to or agree to. Yeah, you'd say anything. And so if you if your interrogator tells you, hey, if you let us know who else is involved in this, you know, we might be able to cut you a little bit of a break. And then you might just be thinking, oh, well, OK, oh, well, I can think of a my few neighbor. Names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it's kind of an unfortunate and sad thing. But yeah, that hysteria definitely swept across Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so with Germany being having the most, the publication of, what is it? Malleus Maleficarum? I think it's a pretty good pronunciation. That sounds good to me. That felt good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that <laughs> probably started witch mania. That kind of caused it to go viral. Uh, the book that's, it really means the hammer of the witches is the name translated was just a guide on how to identify hunt and interrogate witches. Oh dear. Yeah. So it was a big, it was big time. It sold more copies than any other book during that time besides the Bible. Oh my goodness. So people were super into that and probably needed to get a different hobby. Or just like go to work, you know, like what do you? Well, I mean, a lot of them probably were working, but yeah, it's man, it's just crazy what happens when people get caught up in the hysteria. Yeah. 
I wonder if we could buy that book still. I wonder if that's on Audible. I that I don't know, but I let's wonder if you if could find. I, let's see if you could buy it. Malleus Maleficarum. Malleus Maleficarum. It's on Amazon. I'll bet it is. <laughs> of course it is. Let's see. Yep, the witch hammer. It's eight seventy nine paperback. Is it on Kindle? Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> By Heinrich Kramer and James Spregner. Sounds very German. Yep. Okay. Well, it has. Four and a half stars with 254 ratings. So, okay. you know, not quite as popular as it once was, but. No, but interesting. That probably would have had, um, you know, five stars back in the day. So, oh, I'm sure it would have. Yeah. Okay. Well, not really. <laughs> oh, they have hardcovers. They have. Wow. Okay. Anyway. Oof. Weird. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so then by that time, or sorry, after that, witch hunting eased off in Europe. Right. By the end of the 1600s. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then where did it head off to? You know, because witches are still around. They just migrated. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of died off in Europe. Um, eventually, but then it traveled across the Atlantic mm-hmm. to, well, what would later be known as the United States. At that point in time, it was still the American colonies. Um, and so it was became very prominent in the New World. So that would be probably primarily in New England, the mm-hmm. New England area, what we know today as the New England area, sort of Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Maine, that type of area. Yeah. Um, and it obviously probably the most well-known incident of this occurring was the Salem witch trials. Yeah. And this occurred in Salem, Massachusetts, which is a real city. Yeah. It still exists today. A pretty lovely city. Oh, now. have you been there? Now. No, the pictures look nice. Oh yeah. I'm sure the pictures do. Yeah. Looks I'm sure. They, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Um, and uh, Salem, Massachusetts comes up in popular culture, which we'll talk about maybe in a little bit here uh, with witches. Uh, but the Salem witch trials occurred in 1692. Mm-hmm. And uh, who was the first person there who was accused of witchcraft? So Bridget Bishop was the first person accused and the first to be put to death at the witch uh, trials. Okay. Yeah. And there were many more. There were quite a few. Yeah. But interestingly, it wasn't just women. Mm-hmm. Six men were also convicted and executed as well. Interesting. Yeah. I've heard tell that male witches are referred to as warlocks. Is that correct? I know. Yeah. Like, are they warlocks or are they wizards? You know? Well, I think Harry Potter is kind of 
maybe throwing a wrench into that mix, That's but I'm not true. quite sure. Well, because I would assume, because wizards, okay, in my mind, wizards do magic more for good. And if we're looking at witches in this light who use magic for evil, warlock would more fit into that realm. Do you feel the I same? I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. That's my non-professional opinion, but. Yes. Here we are. <laughs> here we you're, are. You're all listening to me, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk about some characteristics of witches. Okay. Yeah. So some of the characteristics of witches are that they use sorcery to accomplish their goals or to afflict evil. Mm-hmm. Um, they also make brews and potions. Yeah. And they are evil, capable of some of the most horrible acts you can imagine. Yeah. And uh, a very popular theme in witchcraft is that they can fly on a broom. Yes. I didn't realize how far this dated back to. I didn't either. I thought that was just kind of a modern pop culture yeah, thing. I thought so, too. I thought so, too. Um, so beginning in the 17th century, uh, witches were using brooms to fly up and out of chimneys. chimneys, um, And even as women became more closely associated with the household and like domestic area than before. So that's kind of where that took off, that they would fly up and out of chimneys. Very interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And even so the the earliest image of a witch on a broom is 1451. Oh dang. Okay. Oh, yeah, like a really long time ago. I thought that it was, was quite new. a while ago. I thought it was new. Yeah, I thought that was more of a 19th century thing at the yeah. earliest. Yeah. But yeah. Because it seemed I, yeah, it just seemed like that. I don't know. Anyway. Um Okay, so obviously we talked about how, you know, different eras in time had different depictions of witches. What are some differences in like characteristics between these eras? Yeah, so I like I mentioned before, there's been uh, witches that have been uh, portrayed in Greek mythology. Mm -hmm. And in Greek mythology, they were typically uh, very powerful, yeah. and very vengeful. Yeah. And they would go after those who had wronged them. So they would kind of make deals with more powerful entities to get their power to basically take revenge. Mm, okay. Okay. Uh, and then Roman, ancient Roman times, uh, a lot of times they're kind of described as pale skin, long nails, wild hair a lot more similar to modern depictions of mm -hmm. of witches. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they mostly looked like women in society. So they were more difficult to spot. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. does seem like more of a modern yeah. take on witches. Mm -hmm. um, now, which witchery witchcraft, the partaking oh. in, in witchy things, um, has evolved over the centuries mm -hmm. with modern witches. Um, we typically kind of see they can be evil, 
Yeah. But they can also be good or at least less evil. Mm -hmm. And they use magic, but it's not always for bad. Yeah. Sometimes it can be for something that's good. Yeah. Um, Or at least morally neutral, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And of course, we have the iconic image of a black cloak with a pointed hat. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess this begs the question, how does one become a witch? Well, that depends who you ask. Okay. Uh, you know, in our uber modern times in the wizarding world, uh, you're born a witch. Yeah, that's true. But in, you know, for Puritans, you would become bewitched. And a witch must draw somebody under a spell in order to do so. Okay. You're not really born that way. You are made into one by being cat a cast a spell being cast on you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean it just depends, I guess. Yeah, I guess it does depend for sure. So no clear answer on that. Okay. <laughs> As of right now, I would say you're born one. We're more in uh wizarding world times. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So so how do you spot a witch? Well, um, there's certainly some different uh, ways to figure this out. Mm-hmm. One is if you weigh the same as a duck, <laughs> then you are a witch. Yes. This is the best logic that there is, in my opinion. Oh, gosh. <laughs> This, of course, comes from Monty Python. It does, for sure. And the quest for the Holy Grail. Uh Uh-huh. So, if you weigh the same as a duck, you're a witch, okay? So, let's get there. So, in this scene, somebody's accused of being a witch, and they ask, how do you know she's a witch? Said, because she looks like one. Okay? Not enough. Uh Okay? She dresses like one. Okay? Not enough. Uh, because she has a wart. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Rude, you know, first of all, it happens to people sometimes. Yes. Uh, and then he says, because she turned me into a newt. <laughs> That's my favorite part because he says it. She turned me into a newt. And then they all look at him because he's a human. And he said, I got better. <laughs> all right. So then the real logic starts to kick in here. Okay. Okay. So. Follow me. Track with me. I'm going to try. One burns witches, right? They're burned at the stake. Okay. What else does somebody burn? Wood. Wood. Okay. Witches burn because they're made out of wood. Oh. Okay. What? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What else is made out of wood? Uh bridges bridges are made out of wood but bridges are also made out of stone so building a bridge out of the woman won't determine that she's made of wood okay so x nay x nay on that okay okay but what does wood do in water 
why it floats, of course. It floats in water. What else floats in water? Oh my gosh, a duck. A duck. Yes. So if the woman weighs the same as a duck, then she's made of wood. <laughs> so therefore, the woman is a witch. You know what? That is a very sound argument. It is. The end. <laughs> <laughs> my my favorite my favorite part is when he's asking what else floats in water and some of the answers are bread, apples, cider, gravy, cherries, mud, which it doesn't, churches, <laughs> lead and very small rocks. <laughs> churches. <laughs> <laughs> and very small rocks oh my oh, gosh man. and okay. then king arthur pipes up and goes a duck <laughs> a duck <laughs> yes oh that is such a good movie for so many more it's reasons such a, that. a great movie so that's a classic scene yeah yeah so yeah, i love it that's the best way to find out but how else can we how did they do it in virginia well um, kind of a, a similar mm-hmm. type of logic here. A woman named Grace Sherwood, uh, there was a water test done. If she sank, she was innocent. Mm-hmm. Also at risk of drowning. Yeah. But if she sank, she was innocent. If she floated, she was guilty. Yeah. And therefore should be executed. Yeah. Unfortunately for Grace, spoiler alert, <laughs> she floated. She did. I don't know why she just didn't let the air out of her lungs or what. I mean, yeah, modern biology wasn't taken into account. Yeah, I'll that's say true. that. That's true. All right. Well, RIP, Grace. Sorry. Yeah, there were other tests that could be done. What was? What were some of the other tests that yeah. could be done? So they they would do a physical test, too. So they kind of look at your body and there are certain things that could be on your body to indicate that not only you are a witch, but these things could be portals through which Satan could enter your body. Oh, dear. So birthmarks. Mm-hmm. Or warts. Moles. And other blemishes moles yeah so like wow there's a lot of people that have those yeah here on my chin right here Mm -hmm. it's a straight up portal 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 to hell (laughs) right there (laughs) oh my goodness and i hope you're not like breaking out or something like other blemishes so rude (laughs) so rude (laughs) gosh as as if they didn't feel bad enough for having like a white head on their forehead right Jeez. <laughs> yeah, it kind of goes back to the vampire episode we had last year during Fright Fest where I'm trying to empathize. Okay. And that's the correct word, right? Empathize, not sympathize. Empathize is like you feel what they feel. And sympathize is you've experienced what they've experienced. No, no, no. Empathize is like you, you are actually feeling it. Sympathize is like you can... You can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to sympathize. You feel bad for them, but you don't know what that feels like. Yeah. I'm trying to sympathize. And 
trying to understand that they didn't have access to our knowledge. Okay. And so I'm trying to give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, but it's very sad that so many people did suffer as a result of a lot of people's like 80,000 women in Europe alone because they had a mole like and I did read that it was more prevalent in northern Europe than it was in southern Europe really so like Spain Italy places like that oh they're uh, there wasn't as many trials and executions yeah they seem a little bit more free-spirited you know Maybe, yeah. That's just the vibe that I get, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that brings us to witches now and pop culture. There's a lot Which of they them. Are quite popular. Yes, they are. It's you know, kind of like vampires. Very popular. Yeah. like, But like timeless too, you know? Oh, yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Like the, I mean, to start the witches in Macbeth, you know, like. Yeah, we're talking. I mean, Macbeth written by Shakespeare. We're talking 17th century, 1600s. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that was for entertainment. Like all of these are for entertainment purposes, you know. Right. Yeah. None of these. I mean, there are. There might be real. Good grief. Hundreds, thousands of other examples. Yeah. Uh, that we could list. These are only a few. Yeah. Um, but they generally are. I mean, I'm looking at this list and there's a number of he- them on here that. You know, even though they might not be good necessarily, uh, in some cases, definitely not good, uh, but uh, very much celebrated characters. Yeah. Like not bad, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's probably a more modern take is that witches can be just good. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, So number one on our list. Sorry, did you want to do it? No, go for it. Go for it. Oh, just number one on the list we have here are the Sanderson sisters. Yes. What are they from? They're bad. They are bad. They are from our beloved Hocus Pocus and now Hocus Pocus 2. I know. Yeah. Have you seen the second one? I sure have. Yeah. It's pretty good. That's one thing I have watched. Yeah. Okay. It's 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 decent. It's entertaining. Yeah. I like it. I like it. But yeah, the Sanderson sisters are actually hail from the Salem witch trials. Yes. Yeah. But they uh, are able to be brought back to life some 300 years later. And obviously they are bad. Their goal is to capture all the children of salem Mm -hmm. but you know they're kind of a cartoonish figure yeah or cartoonish figures yeah plural not not the Um, brightest not always the brightest bulbs in the bunch yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and uh even though they are bad their characters are very much celebrated they're very popular oh yes love them love them they're pretty funny even though they're bad they're funny yeah they're funny uh, then, of course, we have our beloved witches from the Wizarding World. Oh, yes. So uh, we do have bad ones. We also have great ones. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. 
What else do we have? Uh, we also have, <laughs> I remember this from my younger years, so Sabrina good. the Teenage Witch. Gotta love her. Played by Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah. In Thank the you, series, the original series, I, they they've got another one that's come out on Netflix, which is supposed to be a lot darker. But I haven't watched. Oh, it Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I haven't watched that. I think they only did one season. I don't think oh, they've done okay. a second season of it. Oh, okay. Man, um, I used to watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch all the time. Yeah, it was kind of it was very lighthearted. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like a teenager uh, who happens to be a witch, you know? Yeah, who's trying to, like, survive in a normal world <laughs> yeah. type of thing, but yeah. she's a witch with magical powers. Yeah, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, Some of the characters on here we've talked about before. Yeah. Um, Obviously, those of the Wizarding World, but including this one, and she's bad. She's really bad. And who is that character? Jadis the White Witch. Yeah. Yeah, of Narnia. Well, not of Narnia. of Narnia. I guess kind from of. The Chronicles of Narnia, yeah. yeah. She's yeah. from um, uh, Charn. Charn, there we go. That's yeah. where she's from. That's right, yeah. But she is definitely bent on world domination. Mm-hmm. And she, she would weigh the same Charn, as a duck, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. If she can't get it in Charn, she's going to try to get it in. She tries to get it on Earth. Mm-hmm. But then her powers don't work the same. No, it doesn't work out for her. So then she tries to do it in Narnia. And then she's successful for a little while. Mm-hmm. But then ultimately meets her demise, as villains often do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, then we have Roldal's Witches. Uh <laughs> In his book, The Witches. Yes. Good one. Classic. They're, they're bad, but they're comical. Yes, they're very funny. Yes. Great book. Great. Uh-huh, absolutely. And then finally, uh, who else do we have? Well, iconic characters from what I have heard tell may be the most watched film of all time. Whoa, really? I've heard that there are people who estimate that uh, from uh, The Wizard of Oz. We have Elphaba, who is the Wicked Witch of the West. And then we have Glinda, who lets us know that she is a good witch. Mm-hmm. She uses her magical powers uh, to help people rather than hinder them. Whoa, it is on. Yeah. Wizard of Oz. Oh, did you look it up? Did, were you Sorry, fact-checking yeah, I had me? I was. I wanted, well, I wanted to see. It came out, and I want to say 1939, 1930-something. 1939, yeah. Okay. Number one says Titanic. Oh, okay. Number two says E.T. Interesting. It was very popular when it came out. Yeah, I know, but I feel like number three is Wizard of Oz. I feel like that would be higher, you know? I've also think I've read something that says the Wizard of Oz wasn't super well watched when it first came out. Really? Why? But over the decades, at this point, we're getting close to, I mean, we're 17 years away from the Wizard of Oz being 100 years old, which is crazy. That's crazy. The movie. The book has obviously been around much longer. Yeah, but, but that's crazy. Um, 
but over the succeeding decades, it has been seen by untold millions of people. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, crazy. Okay. <laughs> it's a good movie. Love it is a good movie. Yeah, really good. I don't know if my kids have seen it. Have your kids seen it? I think once. I think the monkeys would scare them. Maybe. Yeah. No nightmares here, you know? Right, for Not sure. Oh, well, anything else to say about witches? I don't think so. I think we've covered it decently in a general, in a general sense. Yeah. Decently in a general sense. There you go. There we go. There it is for all of you from us. Absolutely. Yep. Well, um, continue the journey on social media. You can find us at the fig pod on Instagram. You can also email us at the at gmail.com and become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash the fig pod. And please do not forget to rate review and subscribe or follow so that you never miss another episode of the fantasy in general podcast. See you next week. See you next week.